0: Hello, this is Gurmeher from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today, Saturday, the 4th of February. The Bharatiya Janata Party held a massive demonstration outside the offices of Ahmadmi Party in Delhi on Saturday, calling for the resignation of Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal over corruption allegations stemming from the now cancelled liquor sales policy. BJP's allegations came after Kejriwal questioned the Enforcement Directorate's supplementary charge sheet in the case. On Thursday, the court accepted the supplementary charge sheet against five individuals and seven companies for alleged irregularities in the Delhi excise policy. The ED claims that a part of the alleged 100 crore bribe related to the policy was used in the ARPS campaign for the last year's Goa Assembly elections. Kejriwal has called the case fake and claimed it as part of the BJP's plan to control agencies like the ED and topple governments. In another news related to the Enforcement Directorate, the ED recently questioned Alankar Savai, a close aide of the former Congress President Rahul Gandhi, in a money laundering case. The investigation stems from a Gujarat police FIR against the TMP spokesperson Sakit Gokhale and concerns allegations of financial irregularities in raising funds through a crowdfunding platform. The agency recently arrested Gokhale in Gujarat on 25 January when he was in custody of the Gujarat police. During his remand, Gokhale informed the court he received Rs 23.54 lakhs in cash from Savai for social media work and other consultancy services. The ED questioned Savai for three days and confronted him with Gokhale in Ahmedabad. Savai, who is said to be heading Rahul Gandhi's research team, was questioned about these allegations and his statement was recorded under the provisions of the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. However, Savai denied making any cash payments and the questioning and confrontation of Savai and Gokhale didn't help the ED to uncover the fund trail. The money laundering case against Gokhale was initiated by Gujarat police who arrested him from Delhi in December last year. The ED informed the Ahmedabad court, and I quote, Huge amounts of money collected through crowdfunding by Gokhale has been splurged on speculative share trading, wining and dining, and other personal expenses which appear to be extravagant in nature. Unquote. Gokhale, however, denies misusing these funds. The ED is still investigating the matter and the agency may question more people linked to the case in the future. Chennai-based pharmaceutical firm Global Pharma Healthcare is recalling its eye drops on the U.S. market due to a warning from the U.S. FDA and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The CDC had alerted the FDA about 55 cases of adverse events, including infections, permanent vision loss, and one death that may be linked to the use of the eye drops. The FDA has warned consumers and doctors to stop using and buying or prescribing it, as using contaminated artificial tears increases the risk of eye infections that can lead to blindness or death. The recall is due to manufacturing violations such as lack of appropriate microbial testing, formulation issues, and inadequate controls concerning tamper-evident packaging. Global Pharma Healthcare has been placed on the FDA's import alert list for an inadequate response to records request, which prevents the company's product from entering the US. The challenge in manufacturing eye drops or IV fluids is that they must be manufactured, packed, and shipped in highly sterile environments to ensure quality and sterility of the liquid. Listeners, miles away from the controversies and politics of the national capital, a conflict is brewing in the forests of Kerala. The state, which has around 30% forest land and several dense human settlements in proximity of lush jungles, is struggling to mitigate a rising human-wildlife conflict. As wildlife suffers the loss of habitat, the human families bear the brunt of mounting debt. Alan J tried to look at the issue through the gaze of one village in kottur Wildlife Sanctuary. To learn more about the issue, read his piece on Newslaundry.com. It is titled, Amid Farm Losses and Fragmented Habitats, Kerala Struggles to Mitigate Human-Wildlife Conflict. We bring you such analysis and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to Newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. A subscription starts at only three hundred rupees a month. Star gymnast Deepa Karmakar has received a ban of 21 months after failing a doping test conducted by the International Testing Agency. The ban contradicts previous claims by Indian officials that her suspension last year was not related to any doping offences. The ITA, which operates under the supervision of World Anti-Doping Agency and the International Olympic Committee, collected a sample from Karmakar out of competition. The sample was found to contain hygienamine, a prohibited substance under the World Anti-Doping Agency Code. Karmakar's ban will end on 10th of July 2023 as it has been counted from the day the sample was collected on the 11th of October 2021. The ITA confirmed the ban in a statement and stated that the positive sample was collected on behalf of the International Gymnastics Federation. Her ban has been resolved under a case resolution agreement and her results from 11th October 2021 onwards have been disqualified. The gymnast became famous after her fourth place finish in the vault event at the 2016 Rio Olympics. Since then, she has struggled with injuries, undergoing surgery in 2017 to treat an anterior cruciate ligament injury. Her last FIG event was the 2019 World Cup in Baku. The Gymnastics Federation of India President Sudhir Mittal stated that he had not received any communication from the FIG about Karmakar's suspension. Karmakar and her coach, Bisheshwar Nandi, remained silent at the time and other GFI officials went so far as to suggest that her suspended status could be due to other issues such as ethical or disciplinary and not related to doping violation. (laughs) Sri Lanka celebrated its 75th anniversary of independence on Saturday. However, the mood was far from festive due to the current economic crisis. Many citizens and religious leaders were angry about the cost of celebrations and expressed their discontent openly. Despite the criticism, the military parade took place in Colombo with troops displaying their weapons, navy ships sailing in the sea and aircrafts flying overhead. The Catholic Church boycotted the event with Reverend Cyril Gamini calling the celebration a crime and waste during the time of economic hardship. Sri Lanka is currently in a state of bankruptcy and has suspended payments on nearly $7 billion in foreign debt, with its total foreign debt exceeding $51 billion. The shortage of essentials such as fuel, medicines and food has led to protests and anger towards the country's political leaders. The government has increased taxes and has reduced the funds allocated to every ministry. The plans to downsize the military are also under consideration. President Ranul Vikram presided over the event and acknowledged the country's errors and failures saying this is the time to review their strengths and gains as a nation. The main Independence Day event was attended by foreign dignitaries, including India's Minister of State for External Affairs. On Friday, some activists also began a silent protest in the capital against the celebrations and the government's inability to control the economic collapse. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday.